find my favorite. Uh, welcome to Jesus TV. Jesus is in this mess. What we were just talking about. I've got two people that aren't me, which is fine because I have to respect that. When I go to church, I can't fully be me either. But um, these these two that aren't me are a little more cautious than am I. I'm just like, let her roll, baby. Um, and so I was kind of teasing them, saying, "Come on, let's be psychologically naked." Um, and you just show the mess because Stephanie was just tell, telling us how she was late and like that's perfect for an episode yeah totally. let the people see that we do episodes that are imperfect so and then she was telling us more what was that you said you spent two hours doing what oh cleaning I, I spent like two hours yesterday cleaning my garage I mean look at that counter look it's, it's clean Ooh. well mostly there's that corner over there uh, oh, that yeah. corner I don't want to put that stuff well, that's really because I want to make projects. That's not for Jesus in the mess. That's just because uh, that's see. just because I have these big ideas that I want to keep making. Awesome. And I need to have space for it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then and people will pay you more for your art if if you're tidy. It's people true. Like, it's yeah. true. They work. They actually, I have somebody about oh, it's been too long. It's been like a month ago that contacted me. Not from this, but uh, from somebody else that I know. They saw one of my art at someone else's house. And they want to come over and see art. But my basement kitchen where I was doing all my stuff flooded and it's still just torn in pieces. My garage had all the other crap. And I was like, I don't even know where to have this art to show them. And they're like, well, do you have a website? And I was like, well, kind of. <laughs> so I don't know if they still want something that just, I don't know. I was going to, I was like, at least I have a space that, doesn't look like absolute crap, um, but you know, Greg, you'd probably just go with it. Oh, I like, would. Greg, I, come I, over. I because I, I find it intriguing to watch people um, like the back of the scenes, like like if if you just opened up the stage and you saw the the um, the bandmates, you know, tune in their instruments. I'd, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Instead, they're like, no, that oh, that ruined the opening. Don't do that. We want the lights, and um, I'd rather have them go like. Okay, now it's time for the opening. Close the curtain again. Let's do an opening. You're like, oh, you're treating us like we're we're roadies, um, which I love. Um, that uh -huh. we get to see this inside thing of the rock stars, and and rock stars don't have it all together. And you, and I'd love to hear them say, I don't think I know the words to all our that one song that we're knowing. And I'd like, I love that they're saying that, and they're okay with it. They're just like, yeah, we'll do our best. Um, um, and, and they're kind of ignoring the crowd. And then they close the curtain. And they open it up and they do their best. Um, but that's, um, well, and, and, and Emily and, and Jonathan both, that is what I love about you guys is that you are, you trend that way. You're not like, um, you are so far on the spectrum, uh, the good spectrum of messiness. So you, your lives are messy. You're comfortable with it. You see Jesus in it. Um, and I'm, I, I'm just a little further um uh that way i suppose um and i i find it intriguing um and informative so when i can see the details of people's lives um it, yeah, it gives me more information but i get you know the idea of a show so when i, I go to church and do the show i put on a tie uh, i be quiet and yeah no it's that's fine and and i don't talk during like, hey, I like to do what I like to do. Go to a movie theater. I don't talk. If somebody else is talking, I'll sometimes smile to myself how much that's irritating other people. It irritates me a little bit. But I'm like, 
what can I do about it? What are you going to go kill them? Um, and so when people aren't decorous, I just turn, move, move into a mode where just be interested. Just think it's funny, um, Greg, because um, otherwise you're just going to be mad. Um, why why do those people come and talk during the movie? <laughs> um, well, they get, get busy living or get busy dying. Go see the manager, Greg. Are you going to be the one? No, I'm just going to be the one who waits until somebody else does. And I'm wondering who it'll be. So I start uh, thinking, who, yeah, who's going to go tell on these people? And so yeah, I become more of a participant observer. So anyway, it's a, it's a weird way in which I process the world. But I'm not alone because everybody kind of does that too. Not everybody goes and tells the manager. Um, and some people think that's kind of fun. It's like interesting people watching. Oh, why does that that person um, decide that they're going to be the one that goes and tells the manager somebody's talking down there, um, or or somebody you know says I'm going to beat you if you don't be quiet. <laughs> oh, that one's interesting. Um, so you sometimes see vigilantes um, who's like, yeah, well, thank you very much, and and I am thankful. You got him to shut up, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I, I one more thought. I was at a theater and, and the person was on the spectrum, like the, the autism spectrum. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because they couldn't help themselves. They're talking with their buddy. And I was just like, okay, well, this is going to go on through the whole movie because they just can't mentally help themselves. And, and it was cute. The kind of comments is like little childlike, but this was kind of a grown adult and there's just this Marvel character. And I just moved into the mode where, um, lighten up greg you know this this is just how it's going to be and, and you know and that poor person that had brought them they know that as well you know what are mentally ill people not going to um get to watch movies and and sometimes the answer is well yeah maybe you should just watch it on video but i yeah so back to you guys is that i know that that that's why we're together is because you guys also find Sometimes the mess is intriguing. There's important things that happens if you can kind of slow your mind down and go, well, this person's on the spectrum. You know, you can be kind and go maybe or maybe they're having a bad day or this is the first time out with their friend. They just, oh, they're so giddy. And they want to talk to them. And, and um, anyhow, that's um, that's all. That's what I got. I'm definitely not as nice as you. Um, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, uh, we took our kids to the Mario movie like a while ago when it, when it first came out. And so there's kids everywhere. And you know, when you see a kid movie, there's going to be talking. But like the kids were just talking the entire time. <laughs> it drove me insane. I didn't do anything. I didn't watch them. I didn't, I guess I should have embraced that moment. I was just like, so I am. I'm the best person, but I'm also, it's kind of weird. I have these two like polar opposites that like battle within me. And I think I've talked about that before. And I think all of us kind of do, but I'm also like very OCD about something. And uh, when I'm talking or when someone else is talking, like if I'm teaching and I'm talking and like there's kids talking, I get so distracted. Like, it's like, I, I think it's like an eight, like I can't focus if someone else is talking at the same time. However, that being said, if I'm a student and someone else is talking, I can definitely be a distraction <laughs> and enjoy that. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm just, I mean, yeah. we're all different. Yeah. I wouldn't go get a manager or anything. I would just sit there and kind of like, you know, it. 
glare at him. Uh. Would I glare? Did I glare? I tried to just ignore them. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm doing. So I, you know, I'll do these mental gymnastics to not get mad because, yeah, I'm human. And it's like, well, why do you come and sit to talk? Because I, I enjoy movies, um, but I enjoy peace inside myself so much. It's like, yeah. Can, can you just forgive him, Greg? Like, yeah, that's probably a better idea. Um, and my my younger Greg would probably just go, yeah, right right before this movie ends, go out and say, I want my money back. There was somebody talking in there. <laughs> I'd be trying to make money. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come watch this when there's nobody here, but I'm going to watch it first. Because um, I've always liked working the system. You know, if I find a bad candy bar, sweet. I'm gonna, I am I would write letters and, and get uh, free packages of, candy bars I, i'm honest enough that i'm not going to tell snickers that they they had a hair in their candy bar when they didn't but i i enjoyed working that system you know you see a problem a problem can be good you know you it might get you a free meal well i'm glad i got a hair i bet the olive garden there's a hair i mean hair can fall anywhere but there's a hair in there you know what that's that's a free meal and, and, and I can keep eating after that. My wife is like, oh, I don't know if I can keep eating. It's like, it's a hair. Everybody has hair in their food. They just can't fight. You, you can't see them. Um, and some of them are very small. They're like their arm hairs because they just pass their arm across and it just fell. Um, so I can do that mental gymnastics, which is actually telling the full on truth. When you eat a pizza, I guarantee you, if that guy's using his hands, there's skin oil on there. There's hair. There's flakes of... of uh, of skin's dead skin cells it's been like cooked that. up yeah and and that doesn't um but that allows me to say everybody's eating skin cells if they're eating pizza that's been hand tossed um so and if i find one you know if, if i can sh show one that's visible then i just got myself a free pizza um anyway that's how i used to think now like i, I don't i find other ways to uh, poke at life i suppose Sorry if you were going to so, have yeah, pizza that's... today. Go ahead, Jonathan. <laughs> Emily, were you going to say something? It's not important. I was just going to say that. That's disgusting to think about. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what I excel at. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, you're freaking Emily out. Um, but I am. Um, I I had something I wanted to talk about today, um, but I wanted to see what you guys were thinking about talking about. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So it's not real super religious <laughs> or um, uh, it's, it's about my podcast so we can make it kind of quick, but I was curious cause you were two of the like six people that I know of who've actually enjoyed something I've written. So um, there's probably that, but um, so I am, I'm thinking lately. So I'm, I'm on, I've been really working really hard at, um, at finishing or at publishing every day. Um, and I think I'm at like 130 days or something like that. There was one day I, I did two days in a row. Um, and uh, actually enjoying it. I, um, I think I think continue. Um, but I kind of at the place where I have heard any of it or watched any of it to figure out and I'll, I'll kind of lay out what's on my mind and then you guys can tell me your th 
So number one, um, uh, so the first thing is, is it's quite a bit of work. So it's actually almost more work to publish it everywhere than it is to write it. So like, like I'll, I'll basically, I'll, I'll record a bunch and then I'll, I'll do this marathon where I spend like a day and I, like, I, I put it on the podcast, I put it on YouTube, you know, I, I, um, and now I've added like, like on Facebook, cause I realized that like, like it used to be, I would send an email with every single podcast or with every single poem I would write, I would send an email and, um, but then I got thinking, and, and I found that I got a lot of response. I could read them and be like, oh, I like this one. And um, so, but I, I wondered though, like now that I'm doing it daily, it's like, I know when I get stuff from people that email me and they do it like daily, it drives me crazy. Um, right. Okay. So that's, that's, see, that's what I was kind of thinking. That's why I went with the, um, you know, doing it as a podcast. Um, but I guess I'm trying to sort out because it's, I'm realizing like it's a lot of work and I could dedicate this work to doing something else that might be more appreciated. And the other thing that I wonder is sometimes I want, it seems like people aren't even seeing it. Like I was publishing to YouTube and like what I was discovering is if on Facebook, like hardly anybody would see it. You know, and so, and, and not only that, but I'm also like Greg was talking before we got on about how his personality is such like there's certain things he can do, but it's hard to make himself do it. It's like for me, like to, doing all these things and I end up with like all these tabs open and I'm not a good multitasker. And so I get distracted like, you know, seven times in the process of publishing this thing in, you know, four or five places and, you know, and uploading that and convert this file from an mp4 to an mp3 and then da, 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 you know and i get lost in it and so then that takes me more time you know you know it's like if i get in a groove and really focused like a one in like every 15 minutes but you know if not it's like i'm taking an hour to publish you know each of these in the different places so like i guess the question is have you guys even seen them on YouTube? Like, cause I'm, I'm starting to realize like I've gotten subscribers, but it seems like none of them are seeing the videos. And and I've, I've heard that from other YouTubers is that it's like, like, it seems like YouTube even sometimes not even show your videos to your subscribers. Um, so I'm wondering about, are you seeing them there? Are you seeing them on the podcast app? Um, and what do you guys kind of prefer? It's like, it's like, um, so I don't know, I'm throwing it all out there and we can talk about it. And, and I know we, we need to probably get to Jesus stuff, but that was what I wanted to ask is, is if you guys have seen any of it and, and, um, what's your thoughts about frequency and other and where and et cetera. Uh, I have some thoughts on this. So first off I have subscribed on YouTube, uh, but this is something with YouTube. My husband's on a lot of YouTube too. Um, you can turn off your notifications. I've never gotten a notification about yours because I have all notifications turned off. Um, however, whenever you post a podcast, well, the Jesus in the Mess podcast, I get notifications up. I don't know if I, I thought I subscribed to your podcast channel, but maybe I didn't because I don't get notifications for yours. So I've got to check into that and see what's going on. Um, 
because Jesus is a mess. I always get a notification for it, um, for the podcast, uh, not for the YouTube one, because again, I unsubscribed from that. Um, but I was just going to say too, I can relate to your stuff. So that's one of the reasons why I've actually really enjoyed doing this with you guys, because when I've tried to do stuff on my own, I get so distracted in the posting. Like I would spend, like when I hardly ever post online, because when I do, even with, even with you guys, with you doing your stuff, it takes me like an hour because it looks like it takes like five minutes, but like, I, I really work hard to try to get a good picture, words, I put in different links, you know, and it, it takes a long time and I want it to be very personal. Like I know I could just copy and paste the links, but I get the most views and watches when I post mine on like my Facebook account um, is what I've noticed is because my Facebook account I've had forever and I have like a thousand different people on there that I'm friends with and that follow my stuff. But actually I get way more if I don't post art and I post about my family, but I almost always just post about art. So I have to like try to break it up. And then, um, but I also understand what you mean where you have to be in the mode. Like, I, I don't, I can't imagine trying to do that every day. Um, even my husband is like, a, when he was really big into his YouTube creator, his goal would be at most two times a week because trying to do daily was just too much. Like, um, I know when he did it, like I said, when he was in the most, like he would have just, just kind of like how now how we have Sundays at 9 a.m. That's when we do our, you know, or 9.30. That's when we do our Jesus in the mess. His was like, okay, I will do, you know, this day at this time for these couple hours because he was working a full-time job and stuff at that, at that time when he was really big into YouTube. And then he was like, oh, and then on Wednesday nights from like 8 to 10, like that was kind of like his thing. And so if you just limit it with like a time thing, it helps. Um, however, for me, again, I'm not, I understand what you mean. I have a billion tabs open. I get so distracted. Like I have Emily rules. Like I don't have my cell phone in bed with me because I get so distracted. Like I get so distracted by almost every single thing. Um, so I'm just saying that I can relate. And I imagine a lot of people can relate. It's, it's really easy to get sucked in technology. And then when you're trying to do something good with it, I don't really know. I don't know if the solution might actually my solution would be do it less. Um, or I, again, I've said this to you before, but I still feel that way with your podcast. It's so short that like, I don't always download them because it's like, so I'm driving somewhere and then like, I haven't really ever taken time to figure out how to do like an autoplay net on my podcast. And so like, it plays like a one minute thing. And then I'm like, I just pulled out of my driveway. I can't stop and like fiddle with my device. So like, I don't know, I think my thoughts are just do it less um, and make them like 10 minutes, you know, a little bit longer, do a few at a time. Or I don't know, that's would be my suggestion. It's just limit it. You know, that, that could be, I don't know, that was my thought, but I don't know what Greg's thoughts are. Um, yeah, Jesus has me paying very close attention to this conversation um, to see these patterns. Um, and this is, so this is my suggestion to you because uh, I can see it right in front of me. Um, the future is like, yeah, I mean, it's not the only future, but it's like the future. That's uh, what Emily is talking about. Because I've wondered some of these same things you're talking about, Jonathan. And what I'm going to tell you is right in front of you. Do you see Emily, what she's doing? Okay, she's got her art, and she's been doing this week after week, all right? 
and she's what she's done, what Jesus has done is inserted this. It's called the blending. She's blended her art into this program. And I love that. And you do too. So what I think you ought to do this to start with the end in mind is every week you bring one of your poems. So what, what you do, I, I, I can't answer the question about what you do, you know, the daily stuff or whatever, but I do have a comment about that. But here's the thing. I believe that um, the future is in, um, is honoring the few. Uh, so, because one of the things I heard you say, because I listened very carefully, because Jesus told me to, you got two people who like your poems, and we're, we represent a substantial percentage. If we were shareholders, we are, um, we're a quorum right here, and our, our ears are available. So like, when you're listening to them during the week, I see them come up, and occasionally I will. Um, and there was a time when I was geeking out on them. But um, if you every week came with a poem, I'd be, I'd love it. And, uh, you know, we, we would say, let's, let's hear, hear one of Jonathan's poems. And then you share it. And then we discuss it. And it then becomes part of our Jesus in this mess. Because one of the things about your poems is they're, they're, uh, they're oftentimes prophetic um or at least deep dived, and so we can um, we can tie them into Jesus, even if they weren't. Sometimes they're they're the economy or what's going to happen, and so you could probably bring um, ones that you already see that tie in. So you can bring appropriate ones because you could do the same thing. Is um, that this could be the prototype for you? Say, oh, well, then I could actually go find other programs and get invited on other programs. Then you insert yourself in that, and then this this builds your resume. You say, hey, so I have this program that i'm on i'm could i come on your program and um but i say that because god has been emphasizing to me that that is the future that there's going to be this blending that has um not occurred at the at the rate um, where life becomes blended and and part of it's because the tools we now have blending tools so we right now are blending three different um broadcast stations you know on, on jesus tv we've got one there in pleasant grove utah we've got one up there in, um wherever you are provo we've got one here in spring city and the technology 10 years ago wouldn't be able to sustain this very well but it can now so we're blending three individuals as we say an artist a poet uh whatever i am um and and so okay so that's the thought there the blending now, show that she had, um, I'll let you comment back before I, I give my final thought. If you have any thoughts, Jonathan, what do you what do you think? Holly, did you have something? I do actually. Um, I actually completely agree with Greg. That would be. I almost feel like you've been operating too separate from Jesus in this mess. And I think that it, like I would love it if we started out a program every week. Be like, hey, this is what I wrote this week, and I would, or this is what a poem that I have to share because. I find that your poems are very applicable and they often just get my thoughts going. Like I said, I do have that. I get sucked into things. And so if you just had one, I would love that, that actually. Um, and we just talked about it because some of my favorite episodes have been like, we had our episode on infallibility and you had that poem you did about that. And that was like really great. Um, so I would love that. Just bring it on. Just bring it on Jesus TV, you know, and just like, or just bring it on for us here. and. You know, and I don't know what you do on your other time. And also, I think you're working now too, right? Yeah, I'm actually working in Pleasant Grove. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
anyways oh okay that's really funny uh so um yeah so like if you're working full-time and stuff it's really hard to maintain like that's kind of what well that's one of the reasons like when i was when i'm teaching all you know during the year it's too much and it can really take you out it's just too much you have to have a good balance but um i would love that yeah just share it on here like you said do two-on-one um you know you still have a resting spot for your stuff but i think i think that's great that's my thought Thank, thank you both. I'm, I'm going to make a comments because that was really helpful. Um, yeah, so I, I actually, um, I, I, so I, I'm going to throw out one. So what I, what I think would be good is for me to read something. <laughs> that might be a good way for us to start a little bit late talking about um, this type of stuff. What time are we at? We're at 10, 10. So I'll do that. But before I do, I'll just say this. Um, so so let me ask this so one of the things that i'm thinking about i'm thinking about continuing to have basically like a blog and and podcast um because i know that some people like to listen to it but i'm almost since you guys have been talking i'm thinking about making it kind of a resting place because the podcast isn't that hard the the other podcast that i do because basically i i know that there are people who've told me that they like to listen to my poems and they will create the list and they'll listen to them. I had a lady said that she listened to them when she went to bed at night. And so I was like, okay, so I'll, I'll put some place. So I upload the MP3 file because that's not hard at all. It's like going and getting the picture and then having to convert it to a different thing and then go back and forth between all these things. Um, so, so I'm, and I'm going to ask some of the other people who listen as well. Um, but the other thing that I'm hearing that I'm kind of wondering is, is that daily, I think there's a part for me that I need to write daily, but the publishing daily is almost too much. It's like, um, I know for me, I don't, I don't keep track of, of things that are done daily, usually. Um, and so, let, so let me throw one, one last question out and then I'll read a poem, but um so okay what was my question my question is um so the other thing that i'm considering is is like almost like um i wonder if i need to think about my daily writing as like um what do you call it when you have a store oh inventory it's like, and I wonder if I need to start considering publishing like a little, a little work of fiction, a little work of fiction or a little collection of poems every once in a while, something that, um, something that people can, so it's like an announcement, right? So that whenever I go on social media, I'm going there to say, hey, I have this new thing. The problem is that right now, I'm going into the world and saying, hey, I have this new thing every single freaking day. Does that make sense? What do you guys think about that? I like that idea. My other thought when you said publishing, um, People have just, well, I actually I actually went to book publishing, which is actually a really hard way to make money. 
but uh, I have some friends in the publishing business and, and I'm published here. And actually one of my neighbors down the street here, he's always said to me, he's always been like, I would love to see your art in some kind of like book or something or like daily reflection thing. And I think it's something like, I would love, I think it would be really cool to see Jesus in the mess, like with your poems and with my stuff, not even like published, published like a book published, but like, I don't know. I would love to match some of my art to some of your poems is what I'm saying. Cause I have a big, you know, I have like, I'll show you guys. Cause Greg says we got to show our messes. And this is one of the reasons why I haven't called the person back. It has to do with your stuff, but like, um, here, let me, I got to flip my phone. Hold on. Uh, flip it this way. So this is like some of my art. I just have sitting here and I have more of it. Um, it's in cupboards. It's like, I used to have it all organized. I used to have it all up on this wall and then it, it like fell off. But I would, um, I would love to like kind of partner some of that. I don't know how to make it work or how to make it so it takes less time and not more time. But, um, you know, I would, I would love to kind of partner it together, you cool. know, and I think also, but then your poetry would then, because then I think it would be easier for you to make money off of it, because then your poetry would be, um, let me flip this. So then your poetry could be like, it could, could be with my art, you know, and then if I sell the art with the poetry, then you get like a percent, you know, or whatever, or we like divide it three ways between us. And then, because what I've been doing so far with art is any art I create on this show, I, and if I sell, I split it three ways. But if I created it like years ago, I'm kind of like, and they come to me like from a totally different source. But I kind of, I, that's stuff I don't usually split. And I don't know, maybe, I, don't, I think, I think, I don't know, I always thought that was fair because I was like, they haven't even ever seen the show. And like, but I, I, I don't know, that's one of my thoughts. I don't know. I would love to see it because one of my goals has been, um, even with my art is anything I post online and when I write about it it often does sell not always but mm, I would say about 50% of the time when I usually what happens is somebody buys it and then I post about it and then someone's like I want to buy that and I'm like well it's already sold because I don't write about it until somebody they want to buy it and they're like tell me about this piece so I'm there and I was like and I'll just like Greg came over one time and I got my painting. I just write about it right then. And I just like kind of give like a personalized piece of art that way. And so I, I don't know, that's one of my thoughts is uh, inviting it together more. Oh, go ahead. Anyone else? Um, so, so I am, um, let's look into that. I, I am, um, I have the feeling that for, for, you know, it's like, this is going to be a learn as I go sort of a thing. That's what I've been doing is I've just been adjusting based upon what people tell me like like i realized like oh yeah they're not seeing it on there so it's on facebook i'll put it on facebook you know it's just becoming so many things um but let's let's talk about that some more um and we'll we'll think about it and i think we should definitely give it a try even if it's on a, some sort of a small um uh in a small way so um what was I going to say? I, um, okay. So do you guys want to hear a poem? I know we haven't, we've, we've been talking about my thing all this time. Yeah, so. let's, let's do, but let me offer the other comment that I withheld. 
Go ahead. Um, yeah, because I, I said I have another comment, but I'll wait for it. Um, Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure you had this one. Um, so it's the place of the cross. So Jesus has taught me, um, at least the way he wants me to be taught, um, is that the cross is a place of rest, um, as the tomb is as well. Um, and because um, he offers us rest. It doesn't sound like, yeah, take up your cross and learn of me because I am meek and lowly in heart. You'll find rest unto your souls. But um, the cross, I don't want to go too deep into this, but if you know what the X axis and the Y axis, where they cross, what, what, what location is that mathematically? Do you guys know? Where X and it's called zero, right? Zero, okay? So the place of the cross is zero. And that's a place of rest. Like, and if you're like that X axis and Y axis, like where are we going from here? Right. Uh, we count up, count down, count sideways. Um, and so the place of the cross is where God's trying to take me to a place of rest where you're hovering. Um, so in the days of creation, there's there's what's called a pre-creation. Most people don't don't even think about this, but there's something that came before day one. You can call it day zero, uh, and it's the place of the cross. Before um, God took action, He hovered. Um, the Spirit hovered, um, and so um, the place of zero is kind of like. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to not try. And so it's, it's like a uh, potential energy, if you will. And so I'm, I'm pointing to that because what Jonathan's talking about is um, takes tremendous energies. Like you've committed yourself and that's good because God is commitment and risk. And so Jonathan's talking about risking his energy. And like, I've been pumping these out daily. <laughs> it's not a good way to go. And it all depends on what Jesus tells him in his heart. But one of the things Jesus has been telling, teaching me is, Greg, um, you need to love the things that I'm creating with you. So I see him as co-creator, and I do believe that Emily would see that as well. He gives us our, our very breath. So um, it sounds very foreign to say, hey, look at Jesus painting right there. He's using, using Emily's hands. But I actually have a shirt I'm working on this week. It'll take me probably about five minutes. And it says, Jesus wrote on this shirt using my hand. And on the back, it's going to say, um, Jesus built the ark using Noah's hands. Those complement one another. You can say, oh, I see what you're saying there. Um, and so the, um, the act of art um, that's blended with Christ is actually, um, he, he's trying to get me to understand, you don't have to work that hard. Um, I'm the one who will multiply. Now, some people have to, because that's what he tells them to do. Go out there, um, use all your might, mind, and strength, and try, 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 try this, try that. Um, and they're promoting their stuff. And so if that's what God's putting in your heart, fine. He's just putting a different thing in my heart, which is, you need to learn, Greg, to just treasure independently. 
the thing. So he has given me 130 rock songs so far that are blended. They're they're basically mashup songs that um, he's taken the melodies and he's c combined that with uh, lyrics that he's given me. So Jesus wrote these songs. I just download them and wrote them down. What what I'm hearing, and their their treasures are so good. You're like, well, of course they're good. That's because Led Zeppelin wrote them and Sticks and uh, Elton John. Of course they sound good, Greg. Right. I mean, Jesus gave those to, to them, but they're not appreciated. And so, but Jesus, like, he's teaching me, who cares? You enjoy them. So, like, what if Jonathan was the only one who's enjoying Jesus's poems? Hold it. Jesus's poems, right. The ones that Jonathan writes. What if, what if, what if Jonathan and Jesus, well, we're human. We like when other humans, we get feedback, right. And that's good. And God wants us to be that way. But at location zero, it's like, Jesus, our only joy be thou. Thou art the only like I'm looking for. That's a place of rest. <laughs> you don't have to promote very hard. Like, Jesus, do you like this thing that's lovely and of good report and praiseworthy? That's the only thing I make, Greg. Yeah. So you like it, don't you? And so that... Um, is the counterpoint to what, um, and I like Jonathan's energy and I don't ever want to take that away. Um, this zero energy. That's why some people don't like Jesus. They, they like to use carnal strength. They want to uh, move forward. They want to make sure they have the accomplishments. They want to, I want to be the quarterback. I want to um, I'm go through the whole season and I want to have the most kicks or whatever, the most goals and hallelujah. That's awesome. Um, but it's also awesome to be able to not have to do that. Don't feel like I got to do it. Otherwise, I'm not a good person. I'm not worth worthy. Um, and I won't make any money. And I'm, I'm not going to eat. Uh, and I won't be rich. Um, and actually, that might be true. You may not be rich in the worldly sense. But that's what Jesus is trying to have me appreciate the treasures. And the treasures of art, Um of, of beauty, like things that are lovely, good report, praiseworthy at the highest level, he starts stripping all that away. And so you don't have to operate at the highest level. You say, I don't want to offer. I get it that Jesus likes my stuff and he likes me just like I am. I'm fat and he likes me, but others don't. They don't look at Greg and say, oh, I can see his abs are so cool. Well, Greg, do you need anybody to like your abs? Because they are cool abs. They're um, underneath some layers of fat. So they're just kind of modest abs. And so if I if I could strip away the fat, you'd go like, dude, you are ripped. I, I like, I know. Very few people know that, but God knows I'm ripped. He loves that I'm ripped. He's like, wow, I gave you that body. Um, but you just have to enjoy that by yourself. That'd be like Jonathan, just, ooh, I love these poems. And that just seems wrong. Well, no, there's, Jonathan said he has like about six people who like his poems. That's not enough. <laughs> and for some people, it's not. So they've, they've got a bucket list and it involves one million people or one million dollars. And so I, I honor all those energies. But the one that God's taking me to, which, mm. by, the, by the way, is why I'm talking about it. It's a sweet place to be when you can just do your art like like what Emily's doing. And you're just like... You're not thinking about your audience. You're just thinking about Jesus or you're listening to stuff. And it's a, like a beautiful distraction. It's like it be like some meth. When you're on meth or whatever kind of distraction people do, like 
I don't care if other people are high. I'm high. I'm just having a good time. And, and like you're eating good food. Um, are, are you worried about other people, what they're eating? No, I'm so glad that I got this steak. Nobody else knows that steak is this good. It's so good. My kids are eating hot dogs. and They're like, oh, I love hot dogs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They'll say, dad had filet, um, filet mignon every night. We didn't know we were missing out. But dad knew what he had. Or, you know, or mom, vegetarian. Oh, being a vegetarian is so awesome. Anyways, I don't have to go on that. That is, to me, where I'm pursuing with God the ultimate. Because it's ultimate freedom, but it also then allows you to, um, so it's, it's, it's pretty much devoid of money, pretty much devoid of the validation of others. Um, pr I said pretty much, not fully, but, but pretty much. Uh, he still leaves us human. I think maybe if it was God, it'd be like very, very substantially re removed of those things. But by removing that, um, it's like your cross just became a lot lighter. Like it almost like we're flying with this cross, Jesus. So like when I told you I'm going to make this shirt, it's my art. And it's going to take me literally maybe five or 10 minutes. And I like that it doesn't take a long time. I get to express it. I may be the only one that likes that shirt. I don't think so. I think that there'll be other people that like it for different reasons. But you know what? I don't care. I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing it. But, but that's where I'm at with my art. And it and it's taken a long time to get to. I don't care in Christ, and that's a very important joiner there. I don't know what they'd call that compound sentence, but it's. I don't care in Christ, meaning if Jesus doesn't care and He doesn't, He's like. No, let's go paint paint a shirt. I'll I'll paint it for you, Greg. Can we use your hand? Like, of course you can use my hand, Jesus. And then let's put that on there. And then I then I love it. And okay, you got the thing, Jonathan. Respond to that. Then give us a poem. That's good. It actually dovetails into the poem I picked too. So that's Sweet. good. Um, so interestingly, I just I'll, I'll respond to that and then I'll read the poem. So um, interestingly, for me, I don't find really any validation by people um, liking or watching. Or maybe I do. Maybe I'm uh -huh. Okay, Jonathan's going to tell the full truth. Good. Oh, it 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 drives all of us. I mean, that'd be like I'd be like. I, I, you're I a, that'll have to be okay because that's who I am today. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hallelujah. But, but um, but the truth is, is that it's like I I think part of what it is is the fact that um, that I. Um, I do it for other people. So, so the, the, the thing is, it's like, I think the writing itself, I do far more like for myself and, and as an expression, um, and you could say, I can feel, I feel in doing the writing, um, a connection to the divine. Um, and, and you're right. It's like, it's like in the midst of that creation, that's enough for me. However, it's like, it's like, I also feel called to people and, um, and I feel in a lot of ways, like called to serve people. And my frustration in a lot of this is that it's like, it, it'd be like, um, it'd be like if, if you, um, how do I put this? It's like, you know, say you had a store. And you went to all this work to create a grand opening and then nobody showed up. It's like, yeah, you could sit in the back and console yourself with the fact that maybe God approves of all the good stuff you did for the grand opening. But 
for if you were not doing it necessarily for God, it's like if you were excited, it's like I have all these cool things back here, and they're for these people that I love who are going to come in and buy these because they need them. And then you discovered that your arrow completely missed the target. It's like, you know, so that that's more where I'm at. It's not like I'm I'm feeling like I'm lacking validation or that I that I'm somehow need to be more in order to. It's more like I went to all this work, you know, like I'm putting in like a full day's work every single week to publish these every single day. And then I'm asking myself, well, wait a minute. God obviously doesn't care, you know, too much about, you know, in the sense of like, he still loves me as a a child of God. Like, you know, he doesn't, you know, think I'm any better for doing it. Um, But if I did all this work so that I could make sure that the next time I had something that so-and-so saw it or that, um, that it got to the right people. And I, it turned out that the tools I was using, you know, I was using a blunt hammer. I don't know what to, how to put it, you know? And it was like, I was totally missing the nail and it's a whole lot of work. Well, then it's like, I'm, you know, cause for me, I don't, I don't really, get super excited. I like, I don't even like social media. The only reason I'm putting it on Facebook is because I've noticed that this person and this person and this person look at Facebook. And that if I don't put it on Facebook, they're not going to notice. So it's like, it's like, oh, and same with YouTube. It's like, oh, well, these people are on YouTube. And then I discover that it's like, I'm putting it on YouTube and they don't see it anyway. It's like, well, this is a whole lot of work. You know, it's like the writing, you know, like writing the poems, that's easy. I could sit and I could do that all day long and I would love it and it would be joyful. But it's all this other work is, is, so it's like, I want to redirect my efforts. That's why I'm asking. I'm not asking because it's like, oh, if I switch this, then I'll, you know, I'll get more validation. It's more like, it's like, no, I'm really doing this to actually reach people. And if I'm putting all this work in and it's not reaching people, well, then I'm, you know, I'm going to change my game because I want to do, and these are the people I want to serve. And not only that, but it's like, I'm even willing to change. Like if people were to say, this is the kind of writing I like, but it's like, well, I'm glad to write anything because I found that the spirit of God will flow through whatever you do. So it's like, oh, you want to hear this? Well, I'll write this, you know? Because for me, it's, it's very much about the people I serve. And I know that there's a lot of people that I'm going to serve that I haven't even found yet. It's like, it's in my heart to serve these people. And so it's like, it's like, I don't want to be just, you know, spinning my wheels on stuff that I hate doing anyways, you know, just to have it. So I'm going to read you this poem. Um, So Okay, so this is my Charles Bukowski poem. I don't know if you guys have ever heard it. I wrote it in 2000. Oh, I don't know when that was. Probably four or five years ago. Um, So my favorite poem by Charles Bukowski is um, uh, Don't, uh, oh, it's called, oh, So You Want to Be a Writer is what it's called. And um, he basically goes through and he says, you know, if you're doing it for any other reason, then um, I'm actually going to read his poem and then I'll read my poem. 
and um, and hopefully this will it'll make sense with his poem. So first of all, do either of you guys know who Charles Bukowski is? Do either of you guys know who Charles Bukowski is? No. Nope. Oh, okay, sorry, I wasn't looking up. Um, okay. Um, all right. So here's the poem that this is one of the poems he wrote. He's I, I love Charles Bukowski, um, but he was kind of a, a dirty, filthy, rotten scoundrel. <laughs> and um, there's a lot of the stuff that he's written that I'm sure you would not want to write and read. In fact, I, I, some of the stuff, I hadn't read some of the worst stuff that he's written um, until after I wrote the poem that I wrote. And I don't know if I would have written it if I'd read it, but, um, but I'd read some of the other stuff. Um, and it wasn't quite as bad, but but he can be really deep and profound. So he said this, if it doesn't come bursting out of you in spite of everything, don't do it. Unless it comes unasked out of your heart and your mind and your mouth and your gut, don't do it. If you have to sit for hours staring at your computer screen or hunched over your typewriter searching for words, don't do it. If you're doing it for money or fame, don't do it. If you're doing it because you want women in your bed, don't do it. If you have to sit there and rewrite it again and again, don't do it. If it's hard work just thinking about it, don't do, don't do it. If you're trying to write like somebody else, forget about it. If you have to wait for it to roar out of you, then pat wait patiently. If it never does roar out of you, do something else. If you first have to read it to your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your parents or just anybody at all, you're not ready. This hits with exactly what Greg was saying just a second ago. Don't be like so many writers. Don't be like so many thousands of people who call themselves writers. Don't be dull and boring and pretentious. Don't be consumed with self-love. The libraries of the world have yawned themselves to sleep over your kind. Don't add to that. Don't do it. Unless it comes out of you, out of your soul like a rocket, unless being still would drive you to madness or suicide or murder, don't do it. Unless the sun inside you is burning your gut, don't do it. When it is truly time, and if you have been chosen, it will do it by itself, and it will keep on doing it until you die or it dies in you. There is no other way, and there never was. So that's his. Now here's mine. Charles Bukowski, what a perfectly wicked man. So he was an alcoholic. He spent his time with horrors and different things. So that gives you a perspective. But what a perfectly wicked man, perfectly wicked, perfectly wretched. But truly, honestly so. Give me one man who is what he is and nothing more pretended. You know that you secretly hang upon his poems because they are real. You steal away when you believe that no one is watching. And it is you we see cowering, hunched over, hanging upon. If it doesn't come bursting out of you, don't do it. But then in, of a Sabbath, you dress in your Sundays and sit at the feet of your whited sepulchers 
You pretend that you believe the polished poison that drips like calamine lotion into your itching, bleeding ears. Tell us lies, you say. Tickle us with your forked tongues and make us believe that you are truly good, that one can be good. You know that it is lies, but you clamor. Tell us again how you slew the dragon. Tell us how you ever and ever were and are all that we hoped you to be. We know it is lies, but tell us again so that we too may one day worship at our own feet. Charles Bukowski, you spin us a poem from the dirty, wretched street that you are. Only there do we worship the thing that is real, the thing that is best as it is no more. We too are wretched, but are loath to admit. Aspiring hypocrites, we sit huddled round to hear the truth. Not the truth of what man believes, but the truth of what we are. Just wicked, wretched, miserable men like good old Charles Bukowski. His poem fits better. <laughs> um, I was writing mine thinking about hypocrisy, but um, anyways. So, so here, um, it was good. And, um, and I, we, you guys, so I'm going to sign off for two seconds. Um, right. I have to, buddy, and I'll be right back. All you right. guys go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to suggest to him that uh, he put both poems in the description and um, so that people can see them because I would like to go back. I um, Poems, when you read them, uh, sometimes you have to ponder them to get the meaning and be kind of like, you know, being, having to look at a, a painting for a little while before you can absorb it. So that's what my suggestion to him is going to be that as people hear these poems, they may like it. Um, well, there yeah, you go. I actually, go ahead. Go ahead. Emily. I was going to just say, Sorry. I actually agree. So I am, um, I'm really bad at like auditory remembering stuff um, sometimes. And so I have to like, I have to be able to see it written to be able to dive into it. And, uh, and just like how he said too, like with writing, there's like this learning and I have that same thing with my art. My art, I feel like is only 50% done until I write about it. Um, because I feel like in writing, like the writing like makes me sit there and ponder it. Or like when you guys ask me about it, then like new things come out that I didn't consider, like until I stop and take that moment to reflect on it. And I think that, so yeah, I would just, yeah, I just agree. Like it's that, that writing. Um, yeah. Okay, Jonathan, uh, my suggestion when you went off is take both, put, put both poems in the descriptions um, on, on the YouTube link for this. And anytime you do a poem, stick it in there so that people can um, go and find that poem. Then when you do that, also link to your um, the trackless path so they can if they say, oh, I want more of this. Um, but anyway, that's what I'd suggest so that any poems that you feature here, they have access to. I mean, you could put a link to it as well. You wouldn't have to put the whole poem, but might as well if you can use that description thing. So because that's what I want to do. I want to after we post this and I see it come up to YouTube, then I've got this single point of contact for both this episode and your poem that I know was um, said in there. That's my suggestion. And I second that suggestion. I would love to see that because I was telling uh, Greg, like I, I have a really hard, so Greg and I were both saying like with poetry and like with art and things, it's like you have to take time to think about it. So you have to be able to read it like again and again. Or like to dissect like the different parts of it or um 
you also have to be like in the right mode too but like you just but you it's hard to do that if you don't have it if you can't see it written down so yeah i agree okay Thank okay you. well is that that's it for me uh and anything else guys before we sign off no i i think that's it i actually um yeah i would love to start every episode with one of your poems because we can just talk about those and take time. They always, uh, you always bring up really interesting topics. They're always things that I can relate to. Um, and I think relate to my art too. And so yeah, I love that. Things. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, actually, if you're doing Facebook stuff, um, so one of the things on Facebook, Jonathan, when I post, I'm like, Greg, I don't know how to like tag you guys in things. Like if we had like a, yeah, I don't know how to like tag it on there, I guess is what it is. But if I can tag it, in my Facebook stuff, or if we have a Facebook page for, um, I don't know, I think you should just combine it words Jesus in a mess. But if we have like a Facebook page, Jesus in a mess, and then we combine it all together, and then I can get all of my Facebook people that really are interested in my art and they can like separate it out, um, that might be good. Um, just to like kind of separate it out and then like we, because I don't think we have a Facebook page group, do we? No. Okay, maybe I'll create one today um, or sometime because is that okay? I don't know how to like create it and then like give you guys like admin on it or something kind of like with YouTube or like, like Greg, you're the main one, but like I can go in and change titles or add thumbnails or, you know, and Jonathan can go in and do his amazing descriptions. It's kind of nice that way because the reason the Facebook pages have never worked for me before is because I don't post on them enough. Um, because I'm kind of like Jonathan, like I don't really like posting on social media. Um, I don't because I don't like it because of our other episode weeks ago of like the comments and the likes. Um, and it takes me a long time to post. And yeah, but uh, I don't know. What does that seem like a good idea too? Okay, mm -hmm. cool. That's all I had. So one last um, thought for me. Uh... One thing that might be good to do, um, you know, we talked about starting with a poem and I'll plan on that um, and I'll grab something. But one of the things that I might like to, if Emily would feel comfortable with it is being that I'm kind of up in this area, I might like to come by and look at your pictures. And then I, what I could do is I could write a piece about one of the pictures of Christ and then bring it and we could showcase that piece of art and, and I could, we could read what, and that would also give you guys a chance to read it in, um, cause like you say, it's hard to do it auditory with, uh, with poetry, um, to listen to what I, I said about that. And then we could say, Hey, we, we did this. We're going to showcase this piece this week. This is one that she did. And this is what Jonathan wrote. What do you think of that? That's yeah, a good idea. Right. All right. We'll, we'll be in touch then. Okay. 